When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go Steeler Nation, it is Wednesday afternoon, and you know what that means, it's time for another episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. My name is Jeremy Betts, I am excited to bring you this week 11 episode. Uh, it was a wacky week 10, a week 10 that we would all like to forget, but there is a third uh, line in the Steelers record that will not allow us to that five, three and one. Ooh, that dreaded and one at the end of the record, man, the ties, they kill me guys. I, I feel like Steeler nation feels the same way as I do for the most part. That tie is not any fun. Honestly, I would almost rather lose the game than go into or then leave with a tie. I don't know why it just bugs me to have that that sitting there in the Steelers record reflecting what a poor game against Detroit that is. But uh, as a as Mike Tomlin would say, we take it one week at a time. We're moving on, and uh, it is Chargers week. And uh, as far as fantasy football goes, we as fantasy football football managers are charging up for the stretch run the title of this episode as we prepare for the final weeks of the regular season and moving into playoff time uh, depending on the size of your league depending on uh, the playoff format uh, you could have uh, five weeks left of the regular season you could have four weeks left uh, you could have uh, six weeks left uh, really however Um, you have formatted it in your league or your manager has your commissioner. Um, but in any case, no matter what situation you're in with, as far as scheduling goes, excuse me, um, you are coming up on the stretch run of your fantasy football schedule and it's time to knuckle down. It's time to finalize the rosters that you want to push forward through to the end of the regular season and into playoff time. And we're going to hit up some players that you need to have on your team, some guys that need to be locked and loaded on your rosters to put yourself in the best position to win that elusive championship title this year in your fantasy league. We're going to get into that in the later part of the show. But bef- but first, we're going to dive into Jeremy's Believe It or Not, Week 10 edition. Uh, five storylines to believe or not to believe from the Steelers game this last week. We're going to jump right into that with the first Believe It or Not, and that is Najee Harris can't have a truly bad game anymore from a fantasy perspective. Okay, that's the statement. Najee Harris cannot have a truly bad game 
anymore the rest of the season. And I say, believe it. That is a believe it for sure. Najee Harris, since week one, since the uh, stinker of a a game in week one, 5.9 points, um, has not scored less than 16.8 PPR points in that time frame. And uh, he is averaging far more than that, close to 20 points per game. And just a fantasy stud, the number four overall fantasy running back in PPR leagues in 2021. Like we've talked about before, we were not expecting that as fantasy players. We were expecting him to be a a usable player and perhaps a top 20 type player. Uh, But this is a huge uh, breakthrough for him in his rookie season from a standard gameplay perspective for the Steelers and from a fantasy perspective, the guy has been unbelievable and will continue to be so. His volume is on pace for the most in Steelers history, and we're talking about a Steelers team that boasted a Le'Veon Bell attack a few years ago that put up 407 touches. Uh, Le'Veon Bell had 407 touches in, I believe it was 2017. Uh, Najee Harris is on pace to uh, pass those numbers. And even this uh, porous and non-cohesive O-line that the Steelers have thrown together, uh, even though it's improving, it is not a great unit even to this point. And even that can't stop him. He is just a volume-driven RB1, and he will remain so for the rest of the season. Believe it, Najee Harris will not have a truly bad game the rest of the way. All right, statement number two, Pat Fryermuth can keep it going even with Eric Ebron back in the fold. We saw it already. You need to believe it. Pat Fryermuth had nine targets versus Detroit. He is going to be a back-end tight end one for the rest of the season. His usage on the goal line is um, huge. He had several targets there again in this game. Uh, I know he gave up the costly fumble in overtime, but that is an aberration on his record and not part of the norm. He is a sure-handed and reliable player and just had a bad moment there uh, when he should have tried to go out of bounds. Instead, he uh, tried to pick up an extra yard or so. Just a mental error from a rookie. It's to be expected, but he nonetheless is a reliable player, and he will keep it going and be a uh, top-level tight end for the remainder of the season, even with Eric Ebron back, who caught a couple passes this week uh, from Mason Rudolph. Uh, I believe it. I believe Pat Fryermuth can keep it going. Statement number three, the Steelers' defense will bounce back in fantasy. I don't believe it. All right? I'm not believing this. Uh, They may have a good game here and there, but they are not consistent enough right now to be a reliable fantasy defense. They give up too many yards. Um, sure, the scoring unit has is pretty good. They're uh, they're closer to the top ten in scoring um, than really any other category, and they get a lot of sacks. Yes, but the turnovers just aren't there this year. So far, we haven't seen that. Unless they really turn it up, I don't see them as being a consistent top six, top seven defense, which is really what you're looking for for an every week start 
in fantasy football. Um, they're matchup based, and even then, it's not guaranteed, especially with the injuries that they have sustained and uh, the guys that they have not gotten back, namely Stefan Tuitt, and really missing a guy like Tyson Alualu in the run game. Um, so, no, I do not believe that they will bounce back to be what they were in 2020 and in 2019, which was a top three uh, fantasy defense almost on a weekly basis. Sorry about that notification in the, in the middle of that there. Oh, man, getting uh, Pittsburgh Penguin updates. I don't like it uh, so far. Buffalo leading us right now going into the third uh, period. But anyway, we're not talking Penguins. We're talking Steelers. Uh, let's get on to statement number four. Chase Claypool will bounce back upon his return from injury. I believe it um, because I believe in the talent. His physical talent is just its just too, too much to ignore and it's too much to keep him down for very long. I think when he comes back and when Roethlisberger comes back from uh, this bout with COVID – that uh, Claypool will become a flex uh, at worst and a wide receiver one at best uh, moving forward for the remainder of the season. No Juju Smith-Schuster, inconsistent depth behind him. Claypool uh, will rival Deontay Johnson for the top uh, of the wide receiver pecking order in Pittsburgh for the remainder of the season. They're going to need him to, and I think that will get stressed him, and I think he will rise to the occasion. Um his last three games have been um, pedestrian, to say the least. Um, only nine catches for 92 yards and no scores during that time frame. But his target share is staying uh, right around five to ten targets per game. So the volume is there. And when you combine that with the talent that we've already talked about, he, he just can't stay down for long. So expect a resurgent Claypool when he comes back from injury. And uh, keep him on your roster. Don't try to get rid of him. Uh, don't sell low going into the stretch run of the season. All right, and then the last statement from Week 10 in Jeremy's Believe It or Not is uh, we need to start playing running backs against the Steelers' defense. That's a big fat no for me. All right, until Week 10, until this last week against Detroit where they gave up two rushing touchdowns, the Steelers were allowing – the third fewest points to running backs in fantasy. And also they had only given up four rushing touchdowns, which was uh, one of the best uh, numbers in the league moving in or going into week 10. Um, They just got blindsided by a game plan, I think, and did not adjust very well in the middle of this game against the lions. And uh, it bit them and it really helped some uh, Deandre Swift, uh, and uh, others, fantasy managers. I don't know if the other two guys were really rostered very much. Uh, I don't even remember their names, to be honest with you. I'll need to go back and look at that. But um, the Steelers uh, do not give up a lot of points to running backs, and uh, they're they're going to face a few good ones. Um, uh, Joe Mixon in one more game, and then uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt most likely in um, their remaining game against Cleveland, just to name a couple guys that they will play. Uh, but I don't think you you just play any running back against the Steelers' defense. Uh, that is false. Uh, I do not believe that statement is true. All right, we're going to jump into a quick break. And on the other side of that, 
We're going to talk must-have players for the stretch run. We're going to give you some quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends that you need to have on your roster if you can for the remainder of the season. And then we're also going to jump into some bolt predictions, some bold predictions for Chargers week, uh, week 11 of the NFL regular season. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix, the Triple F Podcast. As always, is brought to you by the good people at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So much content online and in the podcast network. Uh, you can find BehindTheSteelCurtain.com podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can also find uh, a lot of great content at the .com. Check it out and uh, you will... Find that it is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers if you are a Steelers fan. You can find me on Twitter at TheBets93. I would love to connect with you if you're listening to the show. That's TheBets93, T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. Let me know if you have made any incredible trades. I want to hear that. Uh, tell me how you're doing in your leagues. I am playing in eight leagues, for those of you who have not heard me say that before, this year, eight leagues, and uh, I went 7-1 and one in those leagues this last week. Not all because of my great managing ability. I did have a win where I scored only 85 points in a PPR league. Whew, got lucky there, but uh, the one that I lost, I lost by... Half a point, and uh, I scored 138 points in a standard 10-player uh, posi- roster uh, for a 12-team league. So pretty good uh, scoring there for uh, PPR, uh, but I ended up losing by 0.5 points. It burned. It really burned. I had, um, I had who was it? Uh, Matt Stafford was my quarterback going into... Monday Night Football, and man, what a stinker he put up. I just needed half a point more, and I would have taken my opponent down, but I did not get it. Such is life in fantasy football. You all know what I'm talking about if you play on a regular basis. All right, we said we were going to jump into some must-have or must-get players for the stretch run of the 2021 season. Let's start out with a couple quarterbacks that I really like. Russell Wilson. And uh, Cam Newton, uh, I really like these two guys moving forward, especially if Cam Newton can uh, get the starting job in Carolina. It looks like he will. 
Um, the schedules for both guys are really good, especially Russell Wilson, who just came off a terrible performance in Week 10 against the Green Bay Packers. Somebody's probably probably going to be willing to dump him uh, if they have him rostered, and you can probably go get him cheap for a depth piece at wide receiver or running back. Russell Wilson's next uh, several games versus Arizona versus the Washington football team versus San Francisco versus Houston uh, versus the Rams again, and then Chicago and Detroit to uh, finish out what should be the end of most playoff stretches in fantasy football. That is a fantastic schedule people. And, uh, especially the playoffs against Chicago and Detroit that is huge he could be a he could be a playoff winner if you can get yourself a Russell Wilson and he gets back to any semblance of what he typically is at the quarterback position for Cam Newton he does have his bye in week 13 which can be a problem if you're if you're trying to put together a stretch run but outside of that he's got Washington Miami Atlanta uh, Buffalo which is not great in week 15. Uh, but then Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay is not doing very well against fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, despite their uh, decent defense, they're doing much better against the run than they are the pass. And then New Orleans, who is inconsistent to finish out the Week 17 slate. So Cam Newton could be a valuable piece there, especially if you're running into uh, a quarterback issue if you've got a guy like Carson Wentz who you've been relying on the last few weeks and he really just put up a stinker this last week, uh, so you're not quite sure how to go about that. Let's see how Cam Newton does in his uh, presumed first start back with the Carolina Panthers in Week 11. And then moving forward, he might be a great piece to add. So keep an eye on Cam Newton moving forward. Um, let's jump into some running backs. I like Nick Chubb uh, from Cleveland. Obviously, he's been hurt. Uh, obviously, he's had COVID. So his stock is is right now probably at the lowest it uh, will be for the remainder of the year. When healthy, he is a legitimate running back one. If you can go get him right now because his stock is a little lower, try to do so because they're going to lean on him heavy in the final portion of the schedule. Uh, if Cleveland wants to right the ship, they're going to have to do it behind Captain Nick Chubb. Michael Carter from the New York Jets. You don't see many New York Jets players on these types of lists, but Michael Carter has been a stud the last several weeks. Last week, uh, or week nine, I should say, was a down week for him. But uh, week 10, he picked right back up where he had left off. Uh, the guy's getting a lot of volume. He's getting goal line work. Uh, pass catching and uh, rushing volume is there. So Michael Carter, a name to watch and a player to add if you can in fantasy moving forward into the stretch run another guy i really like uh division rival new england patriots running back damian harris if he comes back off of his concussion this week he's been playing lights out no pun intended with the concussion uh symptoms there but uh damian harris moving forward in that offense it, it's revolving around the running game Mac Jones is the ultimate game manager, and he's doing so at a high level, but he knows how to hand the football off, and uh, Damian Harris has taken advantage of that skill uh, very much. So keep him in mind. He might be a trade, a guy you could trade for because he's missed a couple weeks now, and uh, somebody you can probably add. Um, find somebody who, who needs some wide receiver depth. 
uh, somebody who maybe needs some quarterback help. If you've got an extra quarterback, see if you can't pry a Damian Harris away from them. James Conner with um, Chase Edmonds out for several more weeks. James Conner could seriously be a fantasy league winner this year. Uh, we don't know if um, Edmonds will be back in time for the the end of the season, but the former Pittsburgh Steeler is having himself a season in Arizona. 12 touchdowns on the year. That leads the league, and uh, he is a focal point in the red zone. They want to give him the football. That's how they score touchdowns, and uh, you're looking at probably having Kyler Murray and Deontay um, sorry, excuse me, DeAndre Hopkins back in the offense this week. And if that's the case, it just uh, helps all the more in the run game because nobody can stack the box against this Arizona Cardinals passing attack. And James Conner's been feasting on that all year and will continue to do so, especially in the red zone. All right, that wraps up the running back portion. Let's talk some wide receivers. I got four wide receivers for you. Uh, the first one is somebody you might have a tough time prying away, but if you have him, you're in great shape, and if you can, go out and spend some capital, some uh, player capital on this guy. Go get Keenan Allen from the Chargers. Justin Herbert has been playing a real dink and dunk style of offense the last few weeks, and it has been huge for Keenan Allen, who has just been on fire. Uh, I believe he has scored 17 or more fantasy points in each of the last three games. Uh, let me double check on that real quick. I have him on a couple rosters, so I'll just look at it real quick. Keenan Allen, 2021 game log. Yeah, so uh, week eight, 19.7 PPR points. He scored a touchdown that week. Uh, week nine against Philadelphia, 12 receptions on 13 targets for 104 yards, 22.4 fantasy points. And against Minnesota this last week, another eight catches on 11 targets for 98 yards and 17.8 fantasy points. He's been solid all year, unspectacular, but his role is there. His target share is tops, one of the tops in the league, and he's going to continue to contribute well for your roster. Go out and get him if you can. He does play Pittsburgh this week, who uh, has given up some points to wide receiver ones on opposing teams. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he has another good week this week against the Steelers who love to put linebackers on slot receivers for some reason. And uh, Keenan Allen has feasted on it before, and I think he might again moving into week 11. So Keenan Allen, a guy to uh, go out and get if you can. Um, Rashad Bateman. In Baltimore, uh, the rookie has really come on in the last three weeks. Uh, he's scoring well. He's getting a, a solid number of targets, uh, eight targets a game basically in the last three since he came back from his uh, injury. And uh, he's going to continue to get that from Lamar Jackson. They have to respect Jackson's running ability, opposing defenses, that is, so much that it's going to be uh, a point of emphasis for him to get the ball out to Rashad Bateman, to guys on the edge. Um, the Miami Dolphins really put together quite a game plan rushing uh, everybody except the guys they needed to cover man-to-man on uh, pass catchers coming out uh, against Baltimore, or for Baltimore, excuse me. And uh, the Ravens had no answer. And uh, so I think they're going to revert to a lot of the short, quick passes that get the ball out on the perimeter to guys like Bateman, to guys like um, Marquise, um, 
Hollywood Brown, and uh, you're going to see uh, a lot of uh, targets go their way. Bateman is a great guy to pick up. He's available in a lot of leagues. Go out and get him uh, off of waivers if you can, and if not, uh, maybe a guy you could trade for uh, and get on your roster to help you out. Devontae Smith, man, has gone off for the Philadelphia Eagles. Another rookie wide receiver uh, playing really well the last couple weeks. Um, his upside is so impressive, and his ability to um, make something out of nothing, like we saw in Alabama uh, when he won the Heisman Trophy, is really starting to develop, and that rapport with Jalen Hurts is fantastic as well. So Devontae Smith, a guy to add if you can uh, to your roster, or if you already have him, he needs to be in your roster, in your lineup every week, ready to go as a uh, – Huge boom potential on a weekly basis. And then the final wide receiver is another rookie, and it's Elijah Moore from the New York Jets. Another New York Jet on this list. That's pretty crazy um, based on what we've seen so far from that offense. But he's been nothing but consistent the last several weeks. Two touchdowns two weeks ago and another touchdown this last week. Lots of targets getting uh, open and making guys miss yards after the catch. He's a special talent, and he's proving to be so and proving to be a reliable fantasy asset as well, somebody you can lock in as a flex player on most weeks. If you can go get him, he's available in a lot of leagues as well on the waiver wire, or you can try to spend some capital on him and make a trade. All right, that wraps up wide receiver, and then I do have a tight end that um, most Steelers fans are aware of, and he needs to be rostered if he's not and if he is, it wouldn't be a bad idea to go get him. Um, you can probably upgrade your tight end position if you have one of the lower tier guys and not give up too much to get Pat Fryermuth. That's right, Muth needs to be in your lineups or at least on your fantasy team to provide some upside at the tight end position he's going to be a back end tight end one like we talked about for the rest of the season and in a position group with little to no depth outside of the top three four or five guys Fryermuth has really added another layer to that he's part of that second or third tier of tight ends that provides a pretty decent weekly floor uh, with a potential ceiling that is higher than most others as well Pat Fryermuth is a guy you want to have on your roster. All right, those are my must-gets, my must-have players for the stretch run as you are charging up to get moving towards playoff contention. These guys should be a part of your of what you're planning to do uh, as you move forward. All right, and then the last segment for this week before we wrap it up and send you off the rest of your Wednesday afternoon uh, is some bolt quote-unquote, predictions for Chargers Week. Um, let's jump right into my first prediction, which is Najee Harris will score 25 or more PPR points this week against the Chargers. The Chargers have the worst rush defense in the NFL. They're giving up so many fantasy points to running backs. And uh, Najee Harris, all he has to do is be himself, and the guy's going to score a lot of fantasy points. I would expect him to score a touchdown this week as well. The Steelers aren't going to do it again where they're inside the five-yard line and they throw it three times with Mason Rudolph, all right? That's just not going to happen. They're going to learn from that mistake. Najee Harris will get the ball, and he's going to score this week. He's going to score big for your fantasy team, 25-plus PPR points. And then, secondly, neither defense 
special team unit will be a top 10 play this week. All right, that's a bold prediction fantasy-wise for me. Neither D or neither defense special teams unit will be a top 10 play. Both offenses can do enough and uh neither defense is dynamic enough at this point to be a usable unit this week. Uh number 3, Deontay Johnson and Keenan Allen will combine for 35 or more PPR points this week. These guys are going to go off on the opposing defenses. The Chargers secondary has also struggled, and uh, I think that that's going to be big for Deontay Johnson, and uh, he is going to have a big week, along with Keenan Allen, who, like I mentioned earlier, should have a big week against a Steelers team that uh, struggles in slot coverage against good uh wide receiver talent. So uh, start both of those guys with confidence this week and expect a big combination week out of those two guys. uh, Excuse me. Yeah, Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. He's going to score less than 17 points this week against this Steelers defense. Um, Despite a big game from Keenan Allen, I don't think that really translates to Herbert's big day. Uh, he's going to score less than 17 points uh, and be outside the top 12 uh, quarterbacks for the week. So uh, something to keep in mind against this Steelers defense, Herbert will score a little bit less than 17 points. That's a bold prediction as well. Uh, and then the last one, number five, Austin Eckler will have zero touchdowns and less than 60 rushing yards in this matchup. Um, the Steelers' defense is not happy about how they got run over last week against Detroit. They're going to make it a point to shut down Austin Eckler and make Justin Herbert beat them on the outside. Eckler will have zero scores and less than 60 rushing yards in this Week 11 matchup. All right, that does it for me. That does it for the Steelers' fantasy football fix for Week 11. Guys, this is my 15th episode, and I could not be enjoying it more Thanks so much to all who listen, and uh, I hope to hear from you on Twitter. Uh, And let's go Steelers. Sunday night football against the Los Angeles Chargers. We need a a big win this week against an AFC uh, opponent. It's a big big game and a time for the Steelers to show what they are and uh, get moving towards pushing for a division title. I hope your fantasy football week goes as well as mine did this last week. May you have all the success in the world in your leagues. And uh, don't forget to check back next Wednesday for another Steelers fantasy football fix. Have a great afternoon. God bless.